0: All right, guys, we're just kidding. Um, we've been together this entire time <laughs> since the last episode, but it has been, I think technically, what do we calculate, like three years and four months since yeah. the last episode, which is pretty um, long. That's a long time.
1: It's a long time between episodes, I yeah.
0: would say. Um, I don't know if anyone who listened to us then even cares <laughs> about us anymore.
1: <laughs> they haven't been holding their breath waiting no. for the next episode when's 4 gonna come out
0: <laughs> episode 4 um I don't know exactly what we're gonna call this but I'm calling it our coming back episode
1: the one where they came back
0: I really wanted to steal that but it's just you know what I feel like we should because it's called "Fool me once Yeah. so I feel like we could play off the one I don't know
1: I think we should do it
0: have you listened to the last podcast by the way
1: I have, a couple months ago. I the whole thing? That. Uh, I want to say yes. I might have skipped. I
0: right. can't listen to it.
1: Yeah. I feel, I'm like, like, I feel like you sounded great. I was just critical of how I sounded. I I'm sounded afraid crazy. that if
0: I listen back to it, I'm just going to cringe so hard.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's just how it is when you listen to your own voice, I feel like.
0: Yeah. Well, let's get into it. Um, if you don't know this, the last episode was Andrew and I... Mm-hmm talking about why we called off the wedding. Cause we, what was our wedding date?
1: Uh, June, 29th, 2019. 2019,
0: it's June, a lot of nines. so we were supposed to get married June 29th, 2019. It was like three months before the wedding we called it off. February, right before we called off the wedding, we were living in Charlotte.
1: That's right.
0: And then we moved to Alpharetta. Yup. And then it was, like, almost immediately. And we moved to Alpharetta because my twin moved from Austin back to Alpharetta. And then when we were living in Alpharetta, we are like, oh, we're going to get a cool apartment in downtown overlooking, like, the new downtown area. Like, at that point, um, Alpharetta is, like, a suburb of Atlanta. And... The little downtown area was, like, starting to grow. It wasn't completely finished. It it finished off, like, Jekyll and all of that got developed fully, I think, like, while we were living there. Yeah.
1: Definitely while we were living there. I believe it was the best time to live there. It was. Because it's a little, it's crazy now.
0: But we got the cool apartment, and we're like, this is going to be so great. This is where we're going to live when we get married, and... (laughs) Then we moved there and almost immediately like called off the wedding. Yeah. And so I know that we came out in October so I guess that was March and then in October would have been when we came on and gave our explanation from our perspective at that time. Which I am glad that we did because I think we'd probably tell a different story.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: Now. Which is why I think it's so important moving forward that we're going to stick to the podcast and like say our experiences in real time so that we can kind of like have the journey unfold mm-hmm. in a more real way. And
1: it's a lot for one episode, anyways. You, yeah. You got to learn as you go. And for just,
0: sure. So we're definitely going to have to just like give the highlight points. We were, we caught off the wedding and we lived in Alpharetta for like a year and a half at whatever point that was. So let's just say that was. We called off the wedding, we did the podcast around October 2019, and then we ended up moving to Nashville July 1st, 2020. 2020. COVID. So, y'all are kind of caught up, I guess, from October 2019. We lived that whole time, basically, before we moved to Nashville. Um, we just lived in an apartment complex called the Amherst and we met some of like our best friends there we got super super lucky that everyone that we kind of formed these like super deep connections with um, became like our family and they fully supported us during that super weird time we still live together
1: yeah it was an awesome friend group I think didn't we like refer to ourselves as like
0: the AmFam.
1: Well, yeah, the am fam, but it was, like, the land of misfit toys kind of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. so
0: many people in that apartment complex were divorced or getting divorced or... I mean, they were married. Like, we met married people there, too, that we were friends with, but it was weirdly, like... That apartment complex was super, super new, and yeah, it was, like, the people that ended up there.
1: <laughs> well, it was an apartment, right? So everyone's in some sort of transition. I don't yeah. think anyone wants the apartment to be their forever home. Yeah. But it, it was in such a cool area that I think it attracted some really cool people, and they became our friends.
0: And not young people, because it's pretty expensive. Yeah, we were the youngest. It's in a suburb, so... You don't just have, like, well, I would say a younger population has been moving there a lot more. It got a lot younger, if you will. like
1: When everyone found out, it was cool.
0: Yeah. But when we were first there, we were by far, like, the youngest
1: people. We pretty much made it cool. I think you you credit us. You're welcome, Um, Alpharetta.
0: But my point is, is, like, they were super, super understanding. Like, Andrew never, we still lived together that whole time. Andrew never dated anyone. I had random little flings. I mean, looking back, I, I think I was just trying to, like, I don't know what I was doing, actually. Maybe just, like, no. get things out of my system. We still work together, which, like, I totally get why everyone thinks that it's so weird um none of the I wouldn't say I don't even want to call them like flings because they were like I was just like openly very like flirting with people and we didn't have a label and we weren't even sure if we were going to just like end up being best friends forever and working together a lot of people I feel like compared it to like an open relationship but I wouldn't even call it that because we were still weirdly like super committed to each other making really big decisions like still living together still doing everything in the business together like moving to Nashville together like part of us knew we were not going to separate but we could not put a label on it and we didn't want like meaning like we didn't want to put a label on it and we didn't want to live in any sort of like traditional dynamic
1: yeah I can honestly say like looking back at that time if I like try to put myself in what I was thinking then I didn't think we would ever get married, but we were, we were like so bonded and best friends. Like it didn't, I saw us being together in some way, but not necessarily husband and wife at that time. Yeah. You know?
0: I agree. And I would say that things that I needed to kind of sort through were more forward facing at the time when we called off the wedding. But I feel like you were going through your own stuff. That was a lot more like, behind the scenes but that's what allowed like us to come to the joint decision it wasn't like one person calling it off it was like us mutually calling it off but for reasons I think at the time we didn't even fully know why or understand we just like knew it would be the healthiest thing for us to do they
1: mm-hmm. just felt right Yeah. It kinda, it's hard to explain but it was just a feeling
0: so we moved to Nashville the reason we moved to Nashville, number one, it like the pandemic hit early that year, like February and March of that year in 2020, and my twin sister was getting relocated because she got a promotion within her company, um, to move to Nashville because she needed to be here for that territory that she was now going to manage. And...
1: We're basically just following her around.
0: Sort of, Yeah. <laughs>
1: I hope she doesn't move again, because I like it here.
0: Yeah, I don't think she'll... Okay. Well, they're about to close on their house, so they're definitely not. Yeah. Anyway, so she was moving here. She was going to have to travel a lot for work. She actually got the job before the pandemic hit, so she thought she was going to have to travel a lot for work, and at the time, she was not married, so she didn't have her husband, and she just had her daughter, Lana, and she was concerned about... Lana, you know, having family around and someone who could watch her so that she wouldn't have to find a nanny and, like, all of that stuff. So she was like, well, you guys move. You own your own company. It's virtual. Why don't you just move, you know, with me? That way you can take care of Lana. And then she found this super awesome house that had, like, a house in the back that we would be able to live in so we wouldn't have to make, like, a permanent moving decision um, or sign a lease or buy a house or anything like that. We could just kind of live in that house, all live in the same property. And it was like the perfect scenario. So we decided to do that. So we moved to Nashville, um, July 1st, 2020. We get here. We love it. We're still not in a relationship, but for whatever reason, whenever we got to Nashville, I was having a dream almost every single night. I remember I was waking up almost every morning telling you that I had a dream that it would be like a dream, an example would be like, Andrew and I would walk into a coffee shop and in the coffee shop, some random girl or someone that worked there would like come up to Andrew and be like, you're so funny and you're so amazing. And like, they wouldn't have even like talked to him, but they would just be like pointing out all the reasons he was like amazing and perfect. And I would get so jealous and, like, angry and, like, so I kept having these, like, Yeah, I felt
1: like I had to explain myself every morning, like, (laughs) who I was talking to. I I was not there.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah, so I, like, I kept having these feelings, like, oh, no, like, I, I guess, like, it was making me realize my feelings even more. And I don't know if it helped that we had just, like, removed ourselves, like, from Alpharetta. And I don't know, all the situations that were kind of confusing me at the time and, like, making me, like, not 100% sure. And the business was shifting because with the pandemic, everyone was getting, like, a lot more comfortable with Zoom and a lot more comfortable with, Mm -hmm. like, being virtual. So, Once we were there, it was kind of like we were isolated from a lot of distractions and I was able to kind of think a lot more. And then the dreams were obviously like the universe just like planting a seed in my mind to remind me uh, I wanted to be with you. So anyway, that was July. I almost immediately decided that I knew that I wanted to be with you. And even though it was like a joint mutual decision, i knew that it was kind of on me at that time to like show you and prove to you that i wanted to be with you and i wanted to marry you in order for you to then find the confidence back to
1: yeah
0: make a decision on whether or not like you would change your mind or did change your mind i'm trying to remember like i think what happened was i like made the conscious decision and then once i knew I was, like, telling my friend, we were doing a content shoot in North Carolina, and I was telling my friend, I was like, hey, like, I really think, like, I want to marry Andrew, and I, like, know that for sure, and I'm trying to figure out how I can surprise him and tell him, and then I just started telling, like, my super close friends that, and I was doing a wine night at my friend Tara's house, and I've known Tara forever, um, she and I went to high school together, and she was one of the only people that I knew like from my childhood or my past or just in general who lived in Nashville and she had just moved into this new house and it was beautiful and we wanted to see it and so Jacqueline and I, jacquelines my twin, we went over to her house um, to have a wine night and I told her and she immediately was like do it here get married at my house and I was like no way you would let me do that and she was like yeah I can't remember exactly what she said but basically she was like 100% get married here we can do it in the backyard or figure it out and we had I think I told her I was my vision was to kind of like surprise him and have like a pop-up wedding which some people I think would be like what (laughs) actually some people
1: did say what yeah you're laughing I mean I knew nothing about this at the time so it was all I found it later.
0: Yeah. But why are you laughing now? I
1: was just thinking of some people reacting to the, the thought of a pop-up surprise wedding. Yeah. And <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's funny. It is
0: funny, yeah.
1: It's not <laughs> weird for us because I feel like we're constantly doing things different from like the normal, normal like path and people's expectations of things. And I think overall, like th- that's what we intend on talking about in this podcast too. It's like breaking down social norms and just not following trends. But anyways, we yeah. continue with this story. True. The plan
0: was, because this is August, and I wanted to get married ASAP, because if you know me, if I decide that I want something or want to do something, then I basically will put it together all in like that same day, if I could.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So I knew that I wanted to propose... To him, again, essentially, I don't know if I was planning on really like doing a traditional proposal, but basically, like, proposing the idea, and then if all went well, then being like, well, surprise, all our friends and family are here, and I planned a surprise pop-up wedding. And so when I told Tara that, she was like, well, let's pick a weekend or a date. And then, like, looking forward, we're like, oh, my birthday is December 10th, And she was like what if we just planned like a white winter wonderland party the weekend of your birthday that saturday would be the 12th and then andrew can just think that like we're planning like a joint birthday party for you and Jacqueline, and like we're inviting friends and family just friends and family to come up that weekend just to see the house or not even see the house but like come visit nashville since we just moved to nashville like a month before and it can just be kind of like a winter wonderland party that would give me an excuse to be wearing white it would give everyone an excuse to be dressed up and it was kind of like the perfect plan it was like okay awesome like that's what we're gonna do I'll find like we're gonna set up like an intimate backdrop that was like for photos and then Andrew and I were gonna take photos I was gonna propose and then like tell him and then we're gonna plan the party so that then became the plan, and the first thing that I did, once knowing that plan, was I called Andrew's parents, um, privately, and I basically asked their permission if they would be okay with me doing that, because I didn't, I don't even know why I did that, but like, what I just, did they,
1: what did they say again, when you did that?
0: They were like, oh, that's the best news, <laughs> we're so excited they so supportive yeah they're me. like of course like I think they're just happy that like we were back in a place where we wanted to get married because you probably
1: hung up the phone with them and they're like here we go again <laughs> here's another
0: <laughs> we are always keeping them and everyone on their toes yeah. I feel uh, no one really knows where we're gonna go next and that's kind of the beauty yeah. of just us as people
1: it's probably wherever Jacqueline goes <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh okay so yeah they were super supportive and they were super super happy and I I think I was like most happy that we were that they didn't think it was weird the yeah, way that I wanted to go
1: that had to feel good like for you at that time to get their support like after you got that place, I was going to do it either thought, way <laughs> <You know what's> <laughs> <saying>? <laughs> not surprised
0: Sorry, Bob and Gail. Well, I so, love you. Okay. Who
1: but... So, who like what was the next? Step? Who else did you tell? Um,
0: mm. the whole Am Fam. So okay. the Am Fam was like our Amaran's apartment family group of people. Um, I group texted them, and so they were obviously like elated because they were with us, like when we called the wedding off, like the whole time we lived at Amran So they were like our grounding support. And basically, the only people who were in our lives like during that period where we were together but not together, Mm -hmm. and like especially looking back now, that was such a God thing that Mm -hmm. we were were... all put in each other's world. Because not saying that the people in our lives right now wouldn't support it the same, but they definitely wouldn't support the same.
1: Yeah, because they just knew they they got to know us right then and there. So they met us at that stage in life, and then. We became friends and they were always on some level like very supportive of us like ending up together like a very Ross Rachel type thing
0: right but if it happened it happened if it didn't it didn't like they were Mm -hmm. the greatest thing about them is like they never they're just the kind of people who were like we love you and we support you no matter what decision that you make versus like and it's nothing against like you have different people in your life for different reasons and to bring different perspectives so that's why I know it's such a God thing that those that's what we needed at that time. And, you know, the people before, after, family, close friends who had known us, like, for a while before, they were supportive, but I do feel like we had a lot of, like, are you sure? Or, like, maybe you could go to counseling or just trying to kind of impart their own feelings or their own views on it. Yeah. And it caused a rift. With a lot of people too, I think we learn that wow, some people just are really uncomfortable with non-traditional, conventional ways that people do life. Not being yeah, I
1: think they didn't know
0: how to be around us. They
1: were trying to be supportive, but then like protective at the same time, and probably only looking at it from like a like trying to save a potential disaster instead of supporting an awesome something that could be really awesome.
0: Yeah. It makes me just think of how I don't know, cause like the Amrex people are just like along for the ride, but yeah, I don't know. It was just a lot of like projecting of like their I own think, views or how they would ha- they would have. They just like couldn't understand it, and instead of just like letting it ride.
1: I just thought of this too, is like the people that you're that get to see us every day or almost every day, like the Am Fam did, could see like how happy we were, whereas the people at the at distance, I could see how they would be a little more skeptical if they're not. They're only getting, like, the highlights. Like, we're engaged. Now we're not engaged. And, like, now we're like this. And it's, like, there's all these things in the middle that they just didn't get to experience. Epiphany.
0: That is such a good perspective. Mm I actually never thought of that.
1: So I don't really fault anyone for thinking that. Because I...
0: All right, guys. If you judged us, I take it back.
1: Yeah. Listen (laughs) to the podcast. He'll (laughs) get my apology. Let's timestamp it. (laughs) Big news coming in live fifteen <laughs> minutes and however long it's been.
0: No. Uh, that's actually a really good perspective. And no. I it leans to another point where like we're so act- well, I'm, I'm so active on social media. I'm
1: actively sharing what you post and to your stories. You do a great job at that. So I'm second hand active. Yeah. Or whatever you want to call that.
0: Yeah. That's probably like good. Um what I'm thinking, what I'm trying to say, though, is I'm so active on social media, but I'm truly, like, very adamant that I'm, like, pretty authentic to whatever it is we're going through. Like, I've made, I've made a post with an explanation when called off the wedding, and I'm not afraid to share all the personal moments and personal details. And if you follow me, you know, on social media then you know that about me, definitely, if you followed me for years. Um, and I love that. It's kind of like my own personal diary. It's my own, you know, I want my digital footprint to be something where I can look back and remember the good and the bad and all the little moments that, you know, we, we'd like to think that we would remember, but really, when I look back, some of the stuff that pops up, I'm so thankful that I documented it or took pictures because... Your memory doesn't serve you quite the way that you think it's going to and that. So, I'm super, super committed to constantly sharing. So, in my mind, I'm like, I don't understand how people don't realize that we're happy and can't see. Like, I'm posting all the time. It's not like they're only seeing us on, like, holidays. Like, you know, like, I'm constantly sharing about our lives. But then I try to remember the flip side of that is a lot of people use social media to portray a false image and you know, so maybe if any of the people judging us are those types of people who only share positive or overhyped scenarios that, f- for their own like projecting like a certain image online, they could think that that's yeah. What
1: we that's what you want people to see you like that. Not everyone wants them to see the vulnerable, insecure stuff. Yeah, but it's in that. Those things where you actually connect with people more. Yeah. So.
0: So I don't know. Anyway, where where did I leave off? Like, so
1: before that, <laughs> there was a surprise wedding afoot, and
0: so I started telling everyone. Okay, I got sidetracked at the
1: Anne It's gonna happen a lot.
0: So, so then I told you know like your family. Like your brother, and I think your brother and his wife were like a little concerned about like the whole like surprise element, but whatever. I was like, I'm doing it, hopefully, you can make it. And then, um, I don't know, my family, I think everyone was excited, I can't fully remember, but I just started telling the people that I wanted to invite, and most people were super, super pumped. And they're like, Yeah, I'm gonna be there. So the game plan shifted from it being same day to. Maybe we'll do like a house kind of gathering party cookout the night before the party in case you wanted a little bit of time to process and wanted to like get ready that morning knowing it was going to be your wedding day. And so I would propose the night before in front of all of our friends and family and then they would get to experience that and then everyone kind of get to wake up in Nashville and prepare that it was the wedding day and whatever. So then that was the second plan. So then actually that was the plan. Like, that's what was going to happen. Um. So at this time, I tell everyone around the same time. So everyone is aware of this. Like, in August, I, like, get my wedding dress. I'm, like, already planning everything with Tara about what we're going to do about food and every all the other little details. I'm, like, finding a videographer. Did I say that right?
1: Videographer? Yeah.
0: I always say it wrong, though.
1: You usually say video...
0: Video script Oh yeah, you're right. Okay, video. Good job. Um and all all of the little like nitty gritty details I was that I would need to know because at this point in my mind it's like almost September and if we're gonna have a December twelfth wedding then I need to kinda get the ball rolling.
1: What was your plan to tell like me what to wear? You weren't just gonna like randomly get me a tux and be like, Hey, if,
0: Well it was gonna be a yeah, winter wonderland theme.
1: So what would I wear?
0: I, don't, I probably you probably would have ended up in like a white tux or suit or something. Cause it's like a
1: white party, and this whole plan hinged on my obliviousness, and so it would have worked flawlessly.
0: Yeah, you never <laughs> would have known. You never would have known. Um. Okay. So I'm gonna say one more thing about this, and I'm gonna let you take over the story. Okay. So basically, from my recollection, like, so it was. Getting into September, really, I think I had kind of started researching, but the only thing I really found was my wedding dress, which, by the way, I found for $197. So, very cost-effective. It was super elegant. It beautiful. I loved it. And yeah. so I was pumped about that. And I, and I wish I could remember where I got it from. It was from a super popular site that most girls get bridesmaids' dresses, but for the life of me cannot remember right now so then my then like the fear set in of like oh my gosh what if I plan this whole thing and Andrew's like not ready or he's just like nah, like I'm not don't want that and then like or, or whatever or I put him on the spot and he like is not happy about it and so we at this point it's important to know that aside from me having a dream every single night that some other girl is going to appreciate him <laughs> the way that I wasn't appreciating him. And I was appreciating him in the past, but maybe I wasn't. I don't know. Deep down, so something, was, figure that out. <laughs> something was going on. So clearly, if I was having a dream every night, So we get to the point where I'm now just kind of like hinting at it. And I, you can say from your perspective, if you feel like I was laying it on thick or like what, to say what, you can say what happened next.
1: I mean, I would say I noticed on my own kind of shortly after we moved to Nashville, just our connection, our vibe, like everything with our relationship, whatever we wanted, We didn't put a label on it at that time, but like felt like it was getting stronger and felt good. And then adding to that was you asking me every day or multiple times a day, like where I was at like with us and like what I thought I can't remember how you would like phrase it and bring it up that paired with like the dreams and like so it just got me like thinking more about it and like really I don't know analyzing it and like planning the future and seeing how it looked for, for us together whatever path because like I said before um, I saw us as like not getting married but just being like best friends that lived together I know there's like celebrities that do that they never get married and okay. that's yeah I can't I don't know. Google it. There's, huh? there's a bunch. I can't remember. <laughs> okay. No, I remember... Oh, who's the... Whatever. It doesn't matter. I can't remember right now. I know there's a few. Um. So it didn't seem like so, so crazy. Um. Uh, but you bringing it up enough to make me kind of go within and really analyze it was like, oh my God, like I want to like marry you again. As crazy as that like sounded at the time. Mm-hmm. I was like, I definitely want this for so us that so then it was like
0: what paint the paint the scene what month are we in now
1: October it was the beginning of October like 5th maybe I
0: don't know. you don't remember the day
1: do you remember the day yes it was the 6th 7th the 7th <laughs> <laughs> you're acting like this is just a whatever day testing you yeah it's in it's on my calendar every year um, the 7th of October, 2020, and we were in the car, and just talking, having another conversation, and it just, that seemed like the right moment to ask you to marry me again.
0: hmm So, I'm, like, yes, obviously. So, I'm, like, so, what are we gonna do? Like, go home, and, like, I'm gonna put my ring back on, or, like, Because you still have the ring. I got one of those. Yep. We still have, so... <laughs>
1: Yeah, I it from before is what I meant to so. say.
0: Right, my original yeah. engagement ring that I'm s- still wearing. Obviously. But we did decide like that we wanted to have the same ring. Well, I think we were talking about that like, well, d- is that like from our past, or like, do you want to yeah, get a new know. ring, or? And I was like, no. And you're like, no. Like, wh- I want you to wear that ring. So we're like, okay. So we'll go home and like put it on. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, oh, my gosh. Like, we live at Jacqueline's house, so we're going to go home (laughs) and put the ring back on. And I'm so excited because, like, this is so exciting that Andrew, like, came to this, like, on his own and then ended up asking me. And he has no clue still at this point that, like, I've planned any of this. Like, he he knows that I'm just, like... I think the conversations are more. I mean, I don't know, cause I wasn't straight up like, do we want to get married again? No. I was like, I was like, do you feel like, like, are we like exclusive or like, you don't, you don't, we're in Nashville now, like yeah. you don't want to date other people in Nashville, right? Like, you still love me or I still love you or we we're still whatever. And then I was probably like reverse. I'm not gonna say manipulating you, but I'm gonna say like reverse psychology. Part of the plan. <laughs> I'm gonna say like reverse psychology. I'm sure I was like, you know, because like I don't want to go out and date people or meet someone or like we should probably establish some sort of like guidelines. Yeah. I was definitely saying things to try and like jog you to because Andrew, what I know to be true about Andrew is he takes he's super methodical, so he takes a lot of time. And that was kind of where my fear was standing from. was, like, if I just put this man, like, on the spot in front of his friends and family, like, he's actually not the kind of person that's probably, like, the best thing to do that to. So I was, like, I need to kind of get you warmed up to the idea, not just, like, spring it on you. Yeah. But anyway, my point in saying that I'm, like, laughing in the car because I'm, like, oh my gosh, like, I'm being so genuinely excited with Andrew, but all the while knowing that he has no clue that I already have our wedding planned in three months and all our friends and family are coming and all of them think that I'm proposing to him. And <laughs> we're about to go home to Jacqueline's house, put on my ring, and then Jacqueline's going to see us and we're going to be talking about yeah, I dinner.
1: We went straight to the guest house, we got the ring, you put it on, and then we walked to the main house and Jacqueline was in the living room. And we told her, you said like, we have some news or something and she might as, did she say, did she, was she like, Oh my God, you guys are pregnant or did she go straight to you guys are engaged? I can't remember. She went straight to engage. Okay. I don't she know was why like, I put that in my head.
0: Cause I think I was giving her a look like you yeah. will not like, like guess what? Like uh, suddenly yeah. that's like you like. So we're doing the
1: twin thing and you put the thought in her head. Yeah. yeah. And oh,
0: then yeah. she was, like, oh, my gosh, are you guys engaged or something? And she
1: like, was yeah. so excited, which, like, gave me more, like, support or whatever. Because, like, I was feeling, like, yeah, I want to marry you and stuff. But after, to, like, paint the picture for, what like, later in the night.
0: Well, don't get there
1: yet. Right, but, like, I was still, like, in my head, I'm, like, oh, is this, like, are we crazy? Like, what are people going to think? Like, all that stuff, you know? Yeah. So that was the first time I felt, like, oh, my God, we have, like, support of people that are close to us. Mm-hmm. Which was cool. Mm-hmm. And I think she brought up that we have to, like, go celebrate.
0: Right? Yeah, she was like, well, let's all... Because we were in, like, gym clothes or something. Literally. Who was. No, I actually remember because we were, um... At that place that you hate. And we got pizza and cocktails <laughs> for the place lunch. The that I hate. It's that place that's in the gulch that is across from, like, the Irish pub that's, like, a chain...
1: Oh, Blue Martini. Is not that Blue Martini. No, Bar Louie.
0: Yeah, I wasn't gonna like, yeah. blast them like that. But
1: <laughs> we were allegedly if you, that, <laughs> if you say that. If you say that, you're safe. <laughs> it's podcast rules. What's happening? My foot is so asleep.
0: Right
1: uh okay. But, no. Well I'm your ready. chair is not. <laughs>
0: your chair is wide awake. I'm
1: just gonna grind through it.
0: Okay, so we were at Bar Louie before. Yeah. And I remember I remember exactly what Which I was I wearing. You. And that's not yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> It's not important what I was no. wearing, but I remember the pictures I took while we were there. I remember everything. I remember the story that I did. Again, not important. important. So, so Jacqueline's like, Well, let's all get dressed up and go, um, go celebrate. And then we decided to go to the rooftop
1: of the Virgin, the Virgin Hotel. Hotel. In downtown Nashville. Great spot. Or Midtown, I guess. Same thing.
0: Yeah. It's like in Midtown. Okay. And it has a really awesome view. Why am I, like, blinking? Like, the bar is called something else.
1: The Rooftop Bar.
0: Yeah, but what is the Rooftop Bar called?
1: It has a name. It's yeah. not just the Rooftop. Mm-hmm. Oh, Google. Gosh, tiny. I can't believe. We're not we gonna can remember Bart Louie, and
0: we can't remember the place we celebrated our engagement. It's the Rooftop of the Virgin. So we went up there, no one was really there because it was December. And Jacqueline had at this point met who soon became her husband. Um, but at that point, he wasn't there So I was trying to picture but like where they was met Alex at that point. They met on October 10th.
1: Yeah, so they had him. this is the 7th. I remember that from five minutes I'm
0: ago. Dumb. I'm thinking <laughs> that like at the wedding okay sorry okay 10 comes <laughs> <Good>. after seven great <laughs> right, so she had not met alex yet that's wild she they, i think they might have talked though. she met him three days later like so Jacqueline was by herself. is my point so it was the three of us nobody else came we went and we sat down and we like ordered apps and drinks and then jacqueline's like we're all gonna take a shot to celebrate and then we're like okay we're gonna take a shot and then the shots come, and then she goes, wait, before we take a shot, Mary's like, I need you to go to the bathroom with me, right? So what she said?
1: Yeah. Y'all just got up and left me sitting at the table. We took the shots, or we didn't take... I can't remember, but...
0: No, she was like, before we take the shots to celebrate, like, she wanted to talk to me.
1: Oh, yeah. And I just remember being confused, or, like, sweating it out. Like, what's wrong? Or yeah. what's, like... I don't know it just
0: because it's not very many things that you're not a part of in my life or Jacqueline's life yeah we freely all talk about everything together there's not really typically like Jacqueline Marist moments that you're not involved in right
1: but on the other hand y'all can come totally out of left field with some like crazy idea so I'm prepared for (laughs) anything yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) so all right Jacqueline brings me to the bathroom and she's like are you going to tell him? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to tell him. Or like, I didn't know like if I should tell him or not tell you about the wedding that was coming. And I was like, I don't know. What do you think? And she's like, I think you should tell him. She's like, I think he'll be like so excited. And because like leading up to that, this is why she did it because leading up to it while we're talking, Andrew's like already like thinking about it. He's like, we should get married fast. We should like, I don't want to plan the whole thing. Maybe we should just elope. And like, he was just basically what he was saying he wanted was what I had already planned. So on I guess, made the executive decision that I was gonna tell Andrew. and that it was the best idea to do that and that he would be really excited and I might as well just tell him. And so I was kind of conflicted because I still knew that like all our friends and family were Come, I didn't I didn't even have time to think about all of it. But um Yeah, I didn't know. So, basically, Jacqueline, I was like, okay, you're right, we'll tell him. So then we sat down, and I told you. And I don't even remember what I said, so maybe...
1: I just remember being so, like, A, shocked, but then, two like, so happy, and so, like, what's the word? Not, like, validated, but it was just, like, okay, this was the right decision. Like, you already... Because I think that was my only, like, last, like, little bit, I was, like, ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure, but the last, like, point zero like one percent was, like, is Mar- like is Maris, like, fully there, because, like, I didn't know, but that is like the ultimate confirmation that you, you're planning a surprise, <laughs> I was to get everything was already planned, and it, like, I was, like, so excited, and it was, I, like, had to wrap my head around it, but it was, like, exactly what i wanted really because i wanted i didn't want to go through that whole process that you go through when you get engaged of like finding the wedding planner and the sending out the blah 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 you know like everyone knows the pro, and it's just like no i think it's gonna be kind of we did that once and called it off three months out it's like no let's just we know what we want let's make sure the important people in our life are there mm-hmm. and let's do the damn thing
0: mm-hmm yeah, so that was really, really, really sweet to see. Like I could see, like it like wash over you. Like you were like so happy, and a lot of the people who were excited to see me propose to you got upset, or they weren't like upset. They're happy, but they're like, oh, like we thought we we're gonna... we wanted
1: the surprise party. What yeah, that would be, they... okay?
0: But it was fine because I was like, it doesn't matter now. Like everyone's already planning on coming. Everything's already planned. All we have to do is, I mean, we haven't gotten, like, any of the decorations. Or... But it
1: was cool because it was, this is October 7th, and this was all planned for December 12th, two days after your birthday, right? So we had, like, a little over two months, and I got to be a part of that, like, last minute stuff, which I don't know how you would have pulled all that off because I feel like I did a buttload of work in those <laughs> two months.
0: I happily let <laughs> you take over <laughs> from restring the
1: lights of the day of the wedding. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So a uh, lot. So, flash forward, um we got to pick out like our color scheme. We did like a berry color scheme. Um Andrew got Andrew and I like shopped for the decorations together. We picked out like what food we were going to have and it was really beautiful cuz like we had my parents make like all of our favorite main dishes and then two of our friends from Amaranth brought um us a cake from like whatever our wedding cake was gonna be from like our favorite little bakery, in bakery alpharetta. In alpharetta. Yeah. yeah very good so that was cool we got a little piece of alpharetta like got brought Um, we Andrew got to like officially pick out like what his wedding text is gonna be and we got to iron out all that little stuff like
1: Tara's house was amazing for it like overlooked the skyline of Nashville our friend Jason married us, wore his cowboy hat, like, all the pieces just, like, came together to make it, like, so, so special, and if, if you've seen the photos mm-hmm. or the video or whatever on social media, like, you can see that. It was yeah. so us and so amazing. I wouldn't have wanted it any other way.
0: No, literally. I mean, we probably only had 14 people there, but my, I was just so adamant, I was, like, the. Only people I'm inviting to this wedding are people who were, like, intimately close to and who fully have gone out of their way to (laughs) show full support for our relationship no matter what stage it has been in because I'm very in tune and aware of energy and people's energy and I wanted the energy in the room to be just like you know beaming of that positive love for us and I just knew it would make it feel so much more magical and I was right because it 100% did.
1: And it was COVID so we kind of had to keep the numbers low.
0: Yeah we actually got (laughs) to use that in our favor of the wedding we wanted it to be super small and intimate anyway but i mean yeah we had to keep it super small because it was like prime time covid so yeah so we got married and then we're still living in Jack and alex's house and then eventually now we're in a different part of nashville we're in germantown very close to the city we could scooter into the city yeah we love it if we want to go downtown um and we're still running the business. The business is growing. We brought the co- podcast back and our whole goal there is going to be to share all the in between like the fun little stories. This episode really was just to get you guys caught up on you know. I don't yeah.
1: know. Next episode's going to be why we got divorced. So <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We're happily married what two <laughs> two years and Two months every episode is just like a flip-flop of relationship status. Five years later. It's complicated. Well,
0: we got We're to... We're yeah. so happy.
1: <laughs> getting married was the best. Calling it off and then getting married, kind of on our terms, was the best decision we could ever do. Um, I
0: think that that is probably the biggest takeaway that I have of the whole experience is... We could have gotten married, but our marriage would not be the same had we gotten married without choosing each other again. Mm -hmm. I mean, because when we met, and if y'all listened to the first episode, like, we met, we moved in together two weeks after we met. We lived together. Neither of us had any money. We were both... Andrew was 28. I was 23. I started my business right when we met. You know we're seven years in now to that we've been together almost eight years now at this point and we've been married i guess we should timeline wise we've been married for two and two and a half
1: no two years and like two months it's one yeah. month in february
0: i forget what month it is yeah. so we've been married for two years we've been together for almost eight and it's been no
1: it's been a ride yeah but
0: where was I going with that? No one knows. Oh, had we gotten married? Like, there's so much that we hadn't worked out just personally, like one-on-one. Like, mm-hmm. everyone knows that, like, the more that you're whole and complete within yourself before you, like, attach your life to another person's, like, the healthier relationship's going to be. And I think we were always, like, delusionally happy no matter what stage we are in. So we were just super, like, just, we knew that we wanted to be together, and even when things were super hard, like when we called the wedding off, we literally ran to get a margarita, and we were both so happy.
1: Did you say we were delusionally happy before that? Yeah. That's a good way to put it (laughs) Yeah, that's how I feel. Like,
0: we just had rose tinted glasses on. I mean, Mm -hmm. we still do. We always have. We never take them off. Yeah.
1: (laughs) We sleep in it. Yeah. Their contacts, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: my gosh. But, I don't know. My point is, is like, we... Us calling it off almost was, like... We were able to kind of prove to ourselves, like, oh, we're not just carrying this on because we made this decision when we first met. Mm-hmm. Like, we made a lot of really big commitments to each other the first second that we met. Like, we're going to move in together in two weeks, and... All of this, and, like, all of it felt right, and it never felt wrong, but it was almost like there's always that little voice in the back of our heads, like, well, are we just, like, sticking to this because we're so deep into it, and we run a business together, and we've always lived together, and, like, our biggest fear was getting married while in a state of codependency, like, unhealthy codependency, Mm -hmm. and separating, even though we we're still together, not having that label allowed us to choose each other every single day. So every single day since we didn't have a label, we had the freedom to be like, Well Maris, do you wanna go date that guy that like gave you his number or tried to pick you up or whatever? Or Andrew, do you wanna go date that girl that like is cute down the hall or whatever? And it was like we just kept choosing each other over and over. Mm-hmm. And Again, to put it in perspective, it was around I can't remember, maybe like a year and a half, give or take, that we were actually like without a label before we decided before I decided that I wanted to marry you and then getting reengaged and then getting married was within the whole little quote unquote breakup was approximately a year and a half. Um, so I think that was the healthiest thing. And I do think it's important that we bring that up because that was my takeaway. Like the moment that we got to say, I do and get married, it was like so pure and so freaking happy because we were, we, it was like we had truly were like recommitting to each other and just all as a whole.
1: Yeah, it was, it was super special and super happy. Like the best feeling ever. Yeah, Going That's through all that and, like, then getting to experience that in that way is, I mean, it was great.
0: Yeah. So, um, next episode, we're going to tell you guys why we are sober, it's just oh, happened. Yeah. We decided to, and if you know us, we are the biggest fans of alcohol, good alcohol, and we have a crazy high tolerance, um, but I should stop wording it like that. We used to have a crazy... <laughs> Hi, Tyler. My
1: name's Maris, and I have a problem. Yeah. Yeah, we're sober in Nashville, which sounds crazy because it's such a fun town. But yeah, yeah, we're excited to share about that that journey and that decision as well, because I think we have a lot to talk about. Just yeah. This is just we're just scratching the surface. We have a lot to talk about. We're
0: we're getting y'all just a little bit caught up. We have some fun stuff to share with you and. Yeah. Tune in the next episode. We're going to jump into the, the, to the whole sober thing and then, um, yeah. then, then it'll be more like topic specific, I think. We'll just kind of hone in, not so much like timeline chapters of our lives, but we really want to, we have so many like really insightful experiences that we've been through in our entire relationship separate from us. And that's kind of the premise of this podcast, Fool Me Once, is to teach, you know, personal relationships, love relationships, work relationships, um, friendships, like, so many different, you know, lessons that we've learned that we have actively, you know, dissected in a really healthy way to heal, to learn, to build on, um, so that we continue to live like a really happy and successful life, and those are kind of the fun, wild stories we want to share with you. I want to be better about being more uh, keeping. What's the word? Like keeping other people anonymous. I think like in the breakup episode, I was a little too candid about giving too many clues about people's identities of past relationships. So say allegedly yeah, yeah. <laughs> Allegedly, i <laughs> dated a golfer <laughs> just kidding <laughs> there i go again okay so yeah i feel i feel a little bit bad about that but also i don't feel that bad about anything that i do really that's, no that's good regrets
1: <laughs> just
0: kidding am i kidding i don't know okay i'm no. gonna reel it in we're pumped to be back and i hope that <laughs> i hope that you guys are excited mm-hmm. like we are
1: Yeah, we'll uh, look forward to talk to you soon. Hopefully it's less than three and a half years that we do the next episode. Yeah, all right. See you guys again. See y'all.